On a gathering storm comes a tall, handsome man in a dusty black coat with a red right hand. What is going on, my friends? I don't have a dusty black coat or a red right hand, and I don't know about being handsome. My wife thinks I'm handsome. How is it going? I've missed you. It's Monday, October 7th, 2019. This is episode 337 of the famous podcast we live on a planet it is famous because we're spanning the globe here it's amazing to me it's chilly and rainy here in the beautiful city of upstate new york right here uh of oswego can i spit it out swigger new york it's 56 degrees fahrenheit feels like 56 winds are out of the west at three miles per hour it's said it's supposed to be 62 degrees fahrenheit today i don't believe it well i'll believe it if i see it it's starting to get that time here in upstate New York where it's just kind of bleh and miserable. Oh my gosh, so where have I been? What's been what's been taking me so long to get on the air? The last time I talked to you guys was May 15th. Wow, that's too long. I just wasn't ready. If you haven't followed the show, you don't know what happened to me. If it's your first time here finding We Live on a Planet, welcome. I'm glad that you found me and... uh just sit back, relax, enjoy the show. It's just unscripted, unedited. We just have fun. We learn a little bit. We share some things. We talk and uh, just try to get through life together. Brings me to my quote. Healing doesn't mean the damage never existed. It means the damage, the damage no longer controls our lives. Let me try to spit that out again. Healing doesn't mean the damage never existed. It means the damage no longer controls our lives. That can be in so many things. It really can. It can be physical or mental for healing. It really can. I, we've all been there. We've all been through something that has damaged us in some way. And it's really just controlled us. And I know for me, you know, a lot of times when I speak, it's just for me, my, my personal experiences, I, I couldn't talk uh, to you guys for a while. You know, I came out my last episode, like I was saying was May 15th and it had been a little while, but when I came out and I put those, I put out two episodes right after my accident, my accident happened March 17th. And, uh, I put those episodes out after I got home and I was still in a wheelchair and had the hospital bed here and shower chair and all that stuff. And uh, I put out the episode, and then I got an email from my lawyer reminding me not to talk about the accident on social media. And I, by then, I had put a, a picture out, I think, on Facebook and Twitter just to kind of say, look at what I went through, you know. And I didn't put any real facts or anything like that, and I was told not to talk about it until the case had settled and so I just really felt like I couldn't come back out again and talk to you guys without telling you about my injuries and at least bringing it up. It was just on the forefront of my life. It was what I was dealing with and still am. You know, it's March 17th, like I said, it happened. And my wife gave me a nice hearty hug the other day and it hurt my sternum. All of a sudden I was like, ah, and she's like, I go, it's my, because I broke my sternum among other things. And I'm still tender from it. But I can talk to you now because the case is over. 
Oh, yeah, right. I wish. <laughs> Producer. I wish it was. <laughs> but it is over. And so now I can talk about it. And, um, man, that was that was terrible. Just being trapped in a car for an hour and having to be cut out of it was brutal. Nothing left of the car. And, and then I was really for, still am, just not confident feeling of any other person out on the road now. I'm hyper vigilant. I'm really like nervous when I'm driving or riding, actually. If I'm driving, I feel pretty good because I'm in control. But it, And it was weird because I was driving when that guy came right over into my lane when I was going 55 miles per hour or 50 or 55. And he's going about the same and just whips over and hits me head on. But now I see when I'm driving, I constantly think that somebody's going to do that because nobody's paying attention on the roads today. Nobody is. Put your damn phones down when you're driving. Not you, but you know what I mean. Everybody out there. Because I'm sure you feel like I do when you're out on the road sometimes. and Maybe not nervous like I am, but where you see other people using their phone and you're like, really? Do you realize how stupid, I guess that is. I don't know the word. I'm just dangerous. It's dangerous. It just reminds me of my first episode way back how long ago that I came out and I was talking about self-driving cars just because I like to look into the future and I like to think about what ifs and stuff. And I really truly feel we're going to look back and maybe, I don't know, just in a hundred years, let's just say as historians looking at a hundred years from now, they're going to be like, wow, man drove around going 75, 80 or whatever. Knuckle or bare, white knuckle in it. Bare knuckle? Not bare knuckle boxing. White knuckling it. And uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think a lot of weird things. Maybe that's why you come on over and visit me here. We live on a planet. Who knows? I got so many things to talk about. So many things have happened. So I'm glad you're here. I really look forward to trying to get on a consistent schedule like I had. You know, the show has changed and evolved. I think just like I have as a human, we all do. We're always changing. Our tastes are always changing and our flavors. And that's what makes life and humans and us so unique. It really is. You know, I've said it time and time again. That's our only constant in life is change. It truly is. And this accident changed me. It changed me in a lot of ways. Uh, just how many things we take for granted. And when it's taken away from you, you don't realize it, you know? I don't know. I Just to walk again feels so good. To have that ability. And if it's taken away from you, you don't realize it, how important. Take, for example, too, like my vision right now. I'm, I have... Uh, these chronic dry eyes and they're brutal. And I've been dealing with them for maybe a month, month and a half now. And it just came from nowhere, nowhere. Like what was going on with my eyes? And then just recently I, so I went and saw my eye doctor and he gives me steroid drops and all that stuff for a short amount of time. And then now he puts me on like, I don't even know what the, I'm not even going to say the brand name cause big pharma. I'm not trying to, <laughs> I'm not trying to promote them. But it's some kind of uh, prescription, non-steroid drop that you use now for your eyes, for chronic dry eyes. And I'm like, 
man, I'm going to have to deal with this. This is, this stinks. And I'm also not feeling good recently. My lymph nodes and all that stuff were kind of getting swollen. So I went to my doctor and I have some kind of like bacterial infection going on with me too. So I'm like, why is good? If it's not one thing, it's another with my body is how it feels. So I'm like, oh, maybe my dry eyes are because my lymph nodes are, I'm trying to tie all this crap in. And then as I'm talking to my doctor about it the other day, it's coming to, as I'm saying it, I can see on his face, you know what it is? What it's not nothing to do with my lip nose tying into this. It's that I'm getting old. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, I'm getting old. That's what it is. It's just things start changing. Not that I'm real old, but I'm knocking. Let me hello, come on in. One one more year and I'm fifty. Holy cow. That is crazy to me. Thirty years ago. 20 years ago, I just thought 50 was like, you're one foot in the grave. <laughs> to me, it seemed, I don't know. It's not though. You know, 50 is the new 20 maybe. I don't, sometimes I still feel 20. That's the thing that's fun. If you follow the show, you know, I have an audience so vast and I have a younger list, you know, audience. I have an older audience. It's And it's fun because I can, I feel I can relate to a lot of different generations and I try to put myself in the place of the youth right now today of how I would be or how I'd feel or what it was like at that age and plus I respect my elders it's just kind of so on that spectrum of once we go from the young and now to the older I just appreciate older people because I respect them and what they've been through and all that kind of stuff all right so I'm rambling like normal but it's fun. I got my coffee early in the morning. It was it was hard to sleep. Do, if you celebrated Christmas as a kid, do you remember how it felt when you had to go to sleep the night before Christmas Eve and you couldn't wait to wake up and you were all excited? And that's how I felt last night about today, coming out and talking to you guys. I really missed you. I really missed the connection I have with you all. I'm so thankful for all the phone calls I got from you, all the voice messages that uh, you left here on Anchor. If you're using Anchor, it's easy to leave me a voice message. But I also have my website. So I had Maria Humphrey. She left me a couple of voicemails on my my actual phone, which was groovy, you know. And then Mr. No Show, uh, another friend. These are all people, the names that I'm saying, if you're listening right now and going, who are these people? They're all podcasters that I met through, through anchor. He got a hold of a Mr. No show, got a hold of me when I was recently in Atlanta, Georgia. And I'll tell you all about that story in Atlanta, Georgia and what happened with him and I, but I got a lots of stuff that I want to catch up with you. And, uh, like I said about that feeling of sleeping of Christmas Eve, that's how I felt this morning because you have become a family to me and you're very supportive and uh, just encouraging to me because we all have self-doubts and whatever. And me putting the podcast to the side for a while um, made me, I, I, it wasn't on the forefront. I wasn't thinking about the podcast, but yet it was on the back of my mind going, you know, I've worked so hard on creating we live on a planet and this is my baby and I've seen it grow and my listenership, you guys mean so much to me. And for me to not 
come out and talk to you guys the way I was was hard, but I, I just needed to heal. I needed to put some things in order in my life and uh, concentrate all my mental efforts on healing my broken body. And it broke me mentally too. You know, if, if you follow the show, you know, I, I've talked about my mental health struggles and something that I've dealt with for 30 years at least. So it's put that dark cloud too that I've just been trying to dig out of and but to hear or to get the voice messages that I'm still getting from from you guys uh just just as just the other day I got some from guys it's just so encouraging so thank you and then I uh recently got some numbers um through Apple podcast that <laughs> we live on a planet the show your guys' show my show this little this guy here in upstate New York in a tiny little town is spanning the globe to where we were ranked number two on Apple Podcast in the personal journal category. In um, where did I say? Did I even? <laughs> I didn't even tell you where. In Cambodia, I was like, wow, ranked number two in Cambodia. A um, couple weeks ago or last week, I saw that I was ranked number twenty-one. In Mali, West Africa. There's a lot of people in Mali, West Africa. Africa's huge anyways, but I thought how neat that this little podcast that I was able to start through through Anchor when I found their app years ago is still chugging along. And not only are we chugging along, we're we're people are hearing this around the globe. And they have been since the beginning, but to know that I'm leaving a little bit of a mark someplace is pretty nifty to me, and I like that. All right, hey, let's take a, a quick little break. When we come back, we'll try to maybe learn some things. Do you remember when we used to do that here at We Live on a Planet and get a wrinkle on our brain, get that gray matter going on a Monday, use that thing on top of our shoulders for uh, for other than just social media and looking down at our phone. Let's learn something as I'm talking into my phone to you guys. <laughs> okay. We're not judging. Hey, I'll be back. I'll be back. Thanks, Arnold. I want to know. I want to know. All right, you ready? I want to know something. I hope you do too. I was feeling curious like I usually am. So I went over to Google this morning and typed in, I'm feeling curious. And this is what we got. And this is, hey, it's not life changing or anything, but like I said, it's neat to learn something. What color were carrots originally? Originally, purple carrots were the norm, but there were some offshoots. Yellow and white ones appeared in the wild. Over time, 17th century Dutch carrot growers managed to cultivate these yellow and white carrots into the orange ones we're familiar with today. Isn't that neat? I don't know. I thought that was kind of neat. I've never had a purple carrot. I know they have purple carrots. And to me, a white carrot growing up, it wasn't a white carrot, but it was a parsnip. And I love parsnips. I have good memories of eating fresh parsnips from my grandma's garden and my dad would cut them and uh, put some butter in a cast iron skillet and brown the butter and uh, 
just some salt and pepper on the parsnips and you you get them nice and golden on each side and the ends of them you know how the shape of a carrot or a parsnip's got this smaller they're tapered that little tapered end would usually get a little crisper and they'd be if you cooked them just right they'd have that little mushy softness like a sweet potato but still have a little bit of a tooth bite yum man it makes me want to have parsnips right now i love parsnips oh hey while we're here and i got you i want to have do you remember doing word of the day i used to do that too here we live on a planet and i think that's fun too to just kind of have our vocabulary broadened and learn something a lot of these words maybe we've heard before i have no idea what it's going to be it's just an app the app is called word of the day i'm no way affiliated with these like word of the day app or Google search or anything. I wish I was. So if you guys are out there listening word of the day, I'll be your spokesperson. But another reason why I like to share this too, because I was saying earlier about we live on a planet spanning the globe. It truly does. We reach all over. I get analytics for the podcast that it's amazing to me the places that this podcast is heard. And so for my foreign listeners out there too, where English is their second language, it helps them too. And then we can learn together. I have a friend out there, uh, Marcin Stanklik. I still remember his name out from Poland, who speaks fantastic English to me, I think. And that's his second language. And uh, I think his English is, is beautiful. I, Before I share this word of the day, I want to learn... A little bit of Czech, too, if I can soon try to get a little bit of that because I, my wife and I are planning a trip to Prague and my brother and sister-in-law live in Prague. We're not quite sure where, when we're going to go, but we're going to be going, which would be nice. And I think it's important when you go visit another country to at least try to know or learn a little bit of their language just out of respect to try to try to communicate. Not everywhere you go speaks English. And I think that a lot of times us Americans have that feeling or are, you know, not ignorant to it, maybe a little ignorant, but we're just kind of when we go to certain regions, we just assume that everybody's going to speak English, which a lot of times they do in other countries. But if they don't, try to have a little bit of something. So, okay, I'm rambling like, my producer's looking at me like, go, go, go. It's been a long time since I've been out here talking to you guys, you know? I was, uh, I'm excited. I get excited, you know. But I got more to share. So we have, for the upcoming episodes, all kinds of stuff that I still need to share with you. So here, here's our word of the day. Fastidious. Well, he didn't really say that correct. Fastidious is how I thought it. It was said, he said, fastidious, but fastidious. This is me a lot of times. Not as much now that I'm getting a little older, but I've been this way with the show. Fastidious means caring a lot about small details and wanting everything to be correct and tidy. An example, always fastidious with his appearance. He started wearing sweaters in warm weather. So yeah, fastidious. I think that's neat to learn something. All right. Stick around. When we come back, we'll head on over to the History Channel, see what happened on today's date, and then um, maybe we'll wrap up the show. 
Once again, thank you for the messages that you guys left me. It's easy to do. Later on in the show, I'll tell you how to do it. Stick around. Hey, did you make it back? Good. To grab a beverage? Good. Awesome. All right. I am uh, firing up the old iPad, heading on over to the History Channel's website. Because besides all the other things we do here at We Live on a Planet, we, we like to usually dabble. Why am I saying we? <laughs> Look, I'm talking in the third. I, I like to share things with you guys. And I hope you like that part of the show, too. Because it's kind of neat just to know what happened on this date. On this date, October 7th, 2003. Where were you in 2003 and October 7th? If you were in California, you remember that Arnold Schwarzenegger was elected governor. I was almost going to try to do a really bad Arnold accent, and I decided not to out of respect because it just would have been absolutely terrible. Mr. Universe, though. Also, uh, Mr. Olympia, he was just enormous. I remember the first time I saw that man was in uh, Conan the Barbarian. I was just like, look at the size of this guy. Uh, that was in 1982, Conan the Barbarian came out. Where were you in 82? Holy cow, 2003, I remember where I was. 82, though, I remember. Just a 12-year-old boy. Just uh, fascinated with the world, like I am still today, you know. But, uh, boy, he really became famous as the Terminator, didn't he? I'll be back. But, yeah. All right, so what else happened? Let's scroll a little bit. As I say, as you know, this show is always unedited, unscripted. I have no idea what we're going to be uh, seeing. I open up the History Channel's website um, with you. I, so I have no idea. Ooh, I remember this. We're, this is a long, long thing still going. 2001, U.S.-led attacks on Afghanistan begins. Yeah, let me open that up because I remember that. I want to remember. Is it Operation Enduring Freedom, I think? Let me just, I want to open that up. But obviously, this is our response to the September 11th attack that happened in 2001 and New York City and Washington, D.C. and What was the name of that? Operation Enduring Freedom. Yeah, I thought so. I can remember a couple of them, like uh, Desert Storm, the names of those. All right, what else do we have? Ooh, 1975. Where were you in 75? Were you alive? If you were in 1975, on this day in October 7th, New York State, you would have remembered New York State Supreme Court judge reverses a deportation order for John Lennon, allowing him to remain legally in his adoptive home of New York City. This is this is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of hearkening to just what's today in a way to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just the way I'm reading into it, but I want to just give, this one's kind of neat, so I'm opening this one up, but... uh it goes on to state that protests against the Vietnam War, War had escalated significantly following the announcement of the Cambodia invasion on April 30th, 
1970. We just talked about Cambodia earlier. So I thought it's just weird how things tie in on this show. Also, that the announcement of that and then also that the shooting deaths of those four students at Kent State in Ohio. Song made famous by Christ Stills and Nash. Uh, oops. Come on, don't do that. The tablet. <laughs> I'm no, please stop. <laughs> We're live. The tablet just all of a sudden opened up a commercial. It's like, stop, I'm talking to my people. All right, what were we talking about? Yeah, so John Lennon. And then um, Crystal's Nash with that song. All right. So, but the the gather or uh, the thing with Lennon, Nixon was worried about him, and other people were worried about him because he was hanging around with people like Abby Hoffman and Jerry Rubin and Bobby Seale, and. Uh, the White House grew concerned over the potential powerful influence that he had over the generations of like 18 to 20 year olds who would now be voting for their first time in the 1972 presidential election. It's 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 strange that uh, Walter Cronkite would later say that if we're Nick's, uh, I suppose if you were going to list your enemies and decide who is most dangerous Cronkite would say, if I were Nixon, I would put Lenin up near the top. That's how worried they were of his influence. It's terrible that he was shot. Who kills Lenin? All right. Let's keep moving forward. Move forward. Where are we moving? Oh, 1913. The first moving assembly line debuts at Ford Factory. Highland Park, Michigan. Kind of neat. Definitely, I mean, Amazon wouldn't even be able to move if it wasn't. Well, obviously, they would have had to come up with something by then, but it all takes Harkins of uh, Ford. All right, keep scrolling, keep you guys. Uh, are you still with me? Okay, ooh, 1983, one of my favorite characters. Whenever I think of James Bond, I think of my dad, too, because back in the day when you only had three TV stations, they're usually on a Sunday. You hoped maybe a good James Bond movie, and there sometimes was. And in 1983, Sean Connery stars in Never Say Never Again. He kind of uh, he started that because he said to his wife, they asked him if he'd play James Bond, and he said Never Again. And so his wife said, "Well, when he played it, here's a great name: Never Say Never Again." And that's true. I think with a lot of things, don't ever say I'm never gonna this or never. You just don't know. You don't know. Okay, that's enough with that. I'm shutting down the old uh, fact finder. You never know with anything. You know, I, I don't even remember where I left off with May 15th episode when I left off talking to you guys. You know why? Because I didn't go back and listen to it. I rarely listen to my podcast episodes. Rarely. It's not that I don't care about them. It's not that I don't care about the quality. But since I don't edit them... I don't have any, I don't want to go back really and I can't change it anyway. What's the sense of going back? I want to move forward. I want to move forward. So I didn't go back. I don't even remember what we talked about last. I hope I caught you up with everything that has happened to me about my accident. Um, I am up. I'm walking. I'm better. My broken bones are have healed and are healing still. Uh, my 
my lung feels a lot better that was collapsed. I am definitely, I'm out of uh, rehab, so I don't have to follow up with rehab. You know, I was doing that for months. So I'm all done with that. But come on back to We Live on a Planet, please, because I have much more to share with you. I have lots of things that have happened since I've talked to you in May. And I just want to continue to share with you, continue to grow with you. Tell your friends about We Live on a Planet. Please share it with them. Tell them if you enjoy it. And uh, contact me if you'd like. I was telling you earlier in the show that it's easy to contact me. If you're using the Anchor app, super simple. You know how. But if you're listening through Apple Podcasts or iHeartRadio, I'm on iHeartRadio now. You can find me there or Spotify. You can still be a part of the show if you want to leave me a, vo- a voicemail or some feedback, the encouragement or anything. You know, hey, I didn't like the show or could you leave this out or I don't like the who knows, whatever. I'm open to uh, anything. I think that's how you grow as humans. You can reach me, though, too, and be a part of the show. Just head on over to my website. My website is WLOAP.com. Pretty simple. I hope to hear from you guys. Have a great week. Take care, my friends, and I will talk to you real soon. Peace.